This week's episode of Syrup Shots Gaming. I'm Tyler, and with me is Rocketman Coach Dave. Yeah! <laughs> He's a Rocketman! Actually, the boys have done very well this week. Uh, we play regionally in the Central Time Zone region, and that is 400 plus teams. They are now in a three-way tie for first place. Nice. Yes. And uh, my wallet may regret this. Uh, Again, I would like to point out, I'm not getting paid for this because, again, this was like the test run of the whole esports team for our school. And so a lot of this stuff, I've kind of fallen into back words and am discovering things as we go uh but i said to the boys i'm like okay you know because i'm like there's 436 teams or something like that all right you boys get in the top 10 percent uh i will custom order uh because you can do this you can actually do this uh i said i will custom order you all giordano's pizza and have them shipped to the school now, here's the thing. Giordano's will do that for you. You can order, like, two, four, six, ten, and they will pack them in dry ice and ship them to you, and you cook them at home. All right? But then when I found out, like, wait, we are, like, in a three-way tie for first place. What are they going to want if I if we actually win win the whole thing? So now I'm still I'm still trying to keep them in check, like, you know... You know, let's not be arrogant, you know, or anything like that. But it's just also in the back of my head, how much money am I going to lose that I'm probably not going to get reimbursed for? Because, let's put it this way, four pizzas to be shipped to you from Giordano's is $100. Yeah. So... (laughs) Although I did send out like an email to the uh, to the teaching staff, just be like, "Yes, we had a we had a match over spring break, and we won." And I explained also what I had done, and I had like a couple messages come back. Well, I'd be happy to contribute for a slice. Do a barrel roll. Oh, why? Thank you. <laughs> oh, you might want to bleep my last name. <laughs> yep, that is the-, the second bleep already in this episode. <laughs> What? What did I say already? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel back. Well, back butt words doesn't sound as fun. <laughs> no, but you uh, you could abbreviate it, you know, BB, back butt words. Yep, or, yep back butt uh, words. Back butt words. Back butt words. <laughs> you know what? That's a new superhero. We're going to create a comic. <laughs> It's going to start bad buck words. Bad buck words. <laughs> <laughs> and also being super silent thus far, we've got Phil. Oh, am I silent? I haven't, I haven't silent, haven't I? Yeah, you haven't said anything. Hey. About it. <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're just inventing the world's worst superhero. <laughs> yeah. But backwards or bat? Bat yes. buck words. 
<laughs> one is the the reverse flash version of the other <laughs> the nego duck to dark yeah, yes <laughs> uh oh well, lord welcome to, <laughs> welcome to the show each week we friends gather together catch up talk about gaming and all sorts of funsies so i've actually got something i, I want to start off with here so uh Dave and Phil know this here, but I collect the Amiibos, uh, specifically the Super Smash Brothers ones. And I very much lucked into an Amazon. Nice. <laughs> I'm holding I, up I, the Monster Hunter ones that came out this week. <laughs> the, the Magnamalo is that yes. one. Yes. Uh, I lucked in to Amazon getting a restock on Terry. Nice. So okay. I showed my wife. I was like, isn't he the, like the most 90s character you've ever seen? And she looked at me very perplexed and goes, the delivery guy from the pizza place in Toy Story is a character? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and that's actually his name, too. <laughs> uh, really long announcer uh, announcement time for that. Yeah. <laughs> pizza guy from Toy Story. <laughs> Uh, I'm a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be even better if you, you could actually customize that and make the star on his back into the Pizza Hut logo. That would be hysterical. If I ever stumble across a second one, I might do that. Oh, uh, <laughs> but 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 he is staying as pristine as possible. Yep, yep. Uh, I managed to luck into him. As I said last week, though. While everybody else was lining up for Monster Hunter Rise, I you guys got any of the Terry Amiibos? Yes, we've got two. Would you like one? Yes. <laughs> I might have to turn in my nerd card. Where's Terry from? Uh, Fatal uh, Fury. He, and, or, the, oh, yeah. or the King of Fighters and, series. Yeah, King of Fighters. Which is weird, because like apparently Fatal Fury and King of Fighters, even though they have the same characters, do not have the same story uh canon canon like the terry bogard from fatal fury is different from the terry bogard in king of fighters and it's just like huh that's uh, okay whatever I don't, I don't know if you've been keeping up but uh there's a new king of fighters coming out this year king of fighters 15 mm -hmm. and they are announcing one to two characters every week until the game comes out this is going to be a roster of like 50 to 60 characters. Oh, they're, they're shooting for <laughs> Smash Brothers levels. Nice. Yeah. I got to say, yeah. I never followed that series as much as like Street Fighter, but I, I never had anything against it. It's just, I guess Neo Geo was just too expensive for uh, our arcades here in town. Although, I want to say Pizza Hut had it for a while, but they only had like Samurai Showdown in it. <laughs> So, I actually remember one place that did have it in town. Do you remember the old uh, bowling alley that was uh, kind of where the... Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, remember it. it had it there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, yeah. Oh. And that nondescript town we're talking about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're trying not to give away our locations. For those of you wanting to know, though, it's Clarksville, Arkansas. <laughs> Totally Clarksville, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. My 
my introduction to Terry was actually through a Capcom game. Oh yeah. Uh, Capcom versus SNK two EO for the GameCube. Oh, uh, that was some fun times. Uh, play oh. you introduced me to that game too. Yeah. Oh, that I actually uh, I love it so much. Before they killed the PlayStation Three, I redownloaded it. Nice. Uh, we'll have to talk about that here in a minute because I, my and wallet. I actually, I, I actually have some good news on that too. Yeah, like uh, I, I read some stuff, but I, my fear is that come June, I'm going to be shoving every disc into my PS3 to be like, does this have DLC? Yes. Crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How much money does it cost? It costs money. Crap. Ah, darn you, Sony! Is there a dollar amount on this? Yes. yes. <laughs> Why does it have to be during summer break? Yes. <laughs> well, actually, that'll be beneficial for the time part of it, but the money part of it is just... Ugh, that's gonna be... Luckily, though, I do have, like... If it was, like, a game I liked, I usually picked up the DLC, so that'll be that, but... And I also do find it nice, though, that they are going to keep the uh, the computers on, so that way, though, if you did download something, you can still re-download it. It's not yeah, going. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's not going. Yeah. it's going away, but not to be. You, you won't be unable to do anything. Right. It sounds like what they did with the PSP for a while now. Actually, is what it sounds like. Yeah. Which I'm 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 cool with. If they want to mm-hmm. do bare minimum, hey, it validates that you can still have this. <laughs> and also, I guess what I like too, though, is that even though like now it kind of puts into light, well, what's going to happen with PS4? And I'm like, well, that one's not going to go away because all PS5s, you know, play PS4 games, and that's one of the big selling points. So, well, that store is not going to go away anytime that soon, is- at least. That is so. True. Yep. Yeah, but I'm a little concerned about that. Uh, and now we also had the death of Mario recently on uh, March 31st, which is when uh, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, everyone hated the Disney Vault crap back in the 90s. We all hated it. And now Nintendo's doing the same thing. And it's just like, don't. <laughs> don't don't feed it. my addictions more. <laughs> We all hated it, mm-hmm. but people shelled out money. Oh yeah, as did I. As did I. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, and I don't know why Nintendo feels like they need more money. The new Monster Hunter is printing money for them. Mm-hmm. I I need to pick it up, but again, I'm still kind of like, if I pick it up, I know I won't finish Monster Hunter World Iceborne, which I'm like, I really yeah. need to do that first. <laughs> um. But Phil, what I'll, we're talking talk about, about Monster Hunter World in a little bit here too. Yeah. I don't otherwise. know if you knew. Uh, Nintendo did the uh, Mario's 35th anniversary year, and yeah. what they they released a couple limited time only games that come March 31st they were going to be taken off of the Nintendo eShop, and then the only way to get them was what limited physical copies were left in stores. And so that was the Super Mario 3D All-Stars game, the uh, game Mario, Super Mario Brothers Game & Watch. Oh, excuse me. Uh, they were also going to take down, and I believe stop using uh, Super Mario 35, mm-hmm. which 
only now did I like in the last month did I actually pick up and start playing and was like, okay, this is actually really cool. Why are you getting rid of this? You 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 dummies. Oh, so they can introduce Super Mario One Hundred where it's uh you gotta pay for the game. Okay. Well there you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Although now yeah. I wish I am looking forward to because rumor has it though that because of coronavirus, um that extended Mario's thirty fifth year anniversary into this year, which is not the thirty five anymore. It's now thirty six. But now, though, they are looking at I think the Zelda thirty fifth anniversary uh, stuff is going to be coming down the pipeline here soon. And I mean, there's been talk about the Skyward Sword re release, which I'm actually looking forward to. I would like to try and play it with a different control style, even though I didn't mind the control style it had, but I think in terms of plot, it's probably my favorite Zelda in terms of in terms of story, because there were a lot of cool things that they did with the lore. But I, I just at the same time, I'm like, Ugh, darn you, Disney Vault. Uh, I don't know thoughts and opinions on that. I'd seen them like market the whole Death of Mario thing. I thought it was fan made. Honestly, I didn't realize there was a big announcement. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. when they announced the game, like, last year, they literally said, it's going to be available until March 31st. And then it's going back in the Nintendo vault. So, curiosity, Dave, do you know why it was March 31st? No. End of the fiscal year. Bump up sales right before the end. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> I call BS on this. So, uh, so the uh, the year that they acknowledged was the fiscal year Mario came out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it makes so much sense now. Yep. Uh, lame. I, I, I get it, but at the same time, it's like you're sneaky, sneaky jerks. Every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Something's Nintendo. getting delayed. Look at the fiscal calendar. Mm, good. Point. Or if it, or if it's, if it's being pushed right up to the end of the fiscal year, it's, it's coming in hot. I mean, some stuff I can understand. It's just the fiscal year stuff. I never understood. I'm like the year ends and December, you know. But and I could always understand. Well, yeah, you're pushing it to be out like in December, so that way it can be there for Christmas. You know, I understand Christmas, but, you know, some of this fiscal year stuff is just, I never understood it, and I worked in a business that worked on that principle for five years, and it's just, ugh. Uh, that's my gaming gripe of the week, I guess. It's just like <laughs> Nintendo doing the Nintendo Vault, although I am excited to see what they bring out for Legend of Zelda. However, I also wouldn't mind if, you know, they wouldn't forget, you know, like Metroid and, uh, you know, a couple of those other anniversaries like Star Fox, you know, things like that. Yeah. Well, maybe forget Star Fox Zero, but you know what? If they want to bring Star Fox back, it's real simple. Nintendo, I'm going to spell it out for you, okay? Mm -hmm. You should do what you should have did with Mario 64. Exact same game, just redo it visually. 
1080p 60 fps mm -hmm. you know give it that nice new shine but don't change any of the stuff like the crash bandicoot uh insane trilogy keep it faithful yeah. just completely rebuild it uh and i will i will gladly pay you 60 dollars again i wouldn't even mind seeing uh like uh there was kind of like a mild trilogy of those games that they made. And I know some people, you know, were huffy over uh, Star Fox Adventures because, you know, it was like, oh, well, you're not flying around in a spaceship. You know, it's not really Star Fox. You know, but I I kind of wanted to try that. I wanted to see more about what Fox was like. And I actually think that um, the other one they made for the GameCube... Uh, was it Assault? Uh, Star Fox Assault. Yep. I, I, I like Assault a lot. Yeah, I like yeah. Assault a lot. Yeah. Although, I, I will say, I, I wish there was a few less on-foot missions and more air missions. Mm -hmm. missions. Yeah. Or, was, uh, I, I remember for a long time when I was, I was growing up playing Star Fox, I always wanted something outside the ship. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's a good point, though. Like, they kind of went from one extreme to the other where it was just, now there was hardly anything, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I think if uh, Assault had just maybe more levels even in it, you know, that padded it out a bit more, because that one was actually fairly short, if I recall. Um, I think yeah, that would so, help. So was Star Fox 64. It, that's a game about pick up and play and go for the high score. What was also nice about 64, though, is even though it was short, though it had several, like almost 30 levels, you know, didn't Assault have like 15 because you could take different paths, and Assault did not have that, from what I recall. So, if it's I'm remembering correctly, uh, there's either six or eight missions that you do in a run. I think there was only like 15 actual levels in Star Fox 64. Hmm. I might be I might be misremembering things because my my rose tinted nostalgia glasses. <laughs> it's it's like that Mario meme I posted. <laughs> The Which one was we, that? You know, oh, that's, yeah. That's that's the one where what we remember, Mar what we think Mario 20 years ago was. Oh, yeah. Super uh, Mario World. Mm -hmm. yep, Actual yep. 20 years ago, Sunshine. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's, that stung a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if Sunshine actually came out 20 years ago, you know what also would be needing to have a, an anniversary for 20 years? Melee. Oh, yeah. Yeah? So, mm -hmm. I could see them having an event in Ultimate for that, but I don't know if they a, would. They've had a couple already. Oh, okay, they've had a really? Of tournaments where it's just the melee. Uh, mm -hmm. I would love to see them uh, make a. It can be digital only too. A mm -hmm. re-release of melee, adding in online. You know, mm. give people who want to still keep melee in tournaments uh, an avenue to do it legally. Mm -hmm. I, I get Nintendo's like, no, buy our new thing. Mm -hmm. You've got rabid fans; they'll buy the old stuff again. I know. Just rebuild it and... with all the warts and all because people want to wave dash. They want to L cancel. Yeah, and then uh, that'll also help them not be butthurt over this thing with the the fan-made program that allowed it to be played online, and I'm just kind of like, well, guys, here's the thing. You had to hack the system for a game that's not supported anymore, 
and then you were going to be offering an actual fiscal monetary prize. All of this without Nintendo's involvement necessarily. So, you know, if they were to say nothing, it looks, it then gives the future, you know, like, oh, well, they don't care anymore. We can do what we want. And it's just like, no, Nintendo has always been rather protective of their, uh, their IPs. You know, yeah. Exactly. So I just, I kept hearing so many people and YouTubers getting so butthurt over it. And it's just like, guys, you had to have known this was coming. All right. <laughs> I, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a moment. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the reason people are so, you know, butthurt about it is because Capcom don't care. Mm. You know, the Marvel vs. Capcom 2 online? Here you go. Yeah, go for it. We're not making that game anymore. Mm-hmm. But they uh, keep re-releasing it with, like, added content, though. I know that... They, uh, have, they have not released Marvel vs. Capcom 2 mm-hmm. since the PS3, and that did not have online. Really? Yep. I thought it did have online. Huh. Nope. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 did, but not 2. Hmm, okay. Huh. Uh, Interesting. Or Capcom vs. SNK2EO, that's another example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, that game was so good. I, I loved mm-hmm. how, like, some of the characters would have, like, specialized intros. Like, mm-hmm. Mai would uh, come in disguised as Chun-Li and then change. Mm-hmm. But she's not for this podcast. Uh, this podcast uh, is for the good boys and girls. Mm-hmm. sure (laughs) that was one time when he came on and said that i'm just like looking at the screen deadpan like really and i'm like okay it's okay to have a sexy blonde in a skin tight blue bodysuit which can basically be changed into like the workout uniform and it's also okay to have a overtly sexual witch whose outfit is skin tight and also made out of her hair and also slightly disappears as she uses power. That's okay. But apparently cleavage is the no, no, I I don't get it. I'm just like, you modified Pyra and Mithra. Why didn't you just like, Oh, she's wearing an undershirt. (laughs) Yeah. Are you familiar with what we're talking about at all, Phil? Nope. <laughs> okay, so let me let me let me backtrack. I know a bit the characters. Here. I know there's been some controversy with like the new Smash characters they announced. Oh, hey, as far hey. as I know, hey, place it says right here it did have online multiplayer for Marvel vs. Capcom two <laughs> for really? the PS3 and Xbox 360 versions. Because <laughs> oh, I was, I I'm just sorry. You said that, and I'm just like that would have been the dumbest thing ever if they didn't have online multiplayer for that. So oh, I just, you know what I'm I thinking. You know what I'm thinking. I, I'm sorry. I think what I had read, if if again I could be wrong on this, was that they're allowing people to do it with fan created rollback netcode. Oh, okay. I got you. Which is a, a completely different beast. Hmm. Um. So when Terry Bogard, you know, uh, pizza delivery dude, came mm-hmm. to Smash Brothers. Uh, Sakurai did an intro uh, on him and was talking about the the King of Fighters stage. And King of Fighters has a lot of characters. And there's like 20 or 30 of them that are in the background. Yeah, they just Uh, show up and hang out. Yeah. Uh, 
the one character that's a big one in the series that's not there is and pretty much my... you could argue my Shira Nui. And yeah, you could sure. argue that she is the female mascot of the series. She's basically like the Chun Li of the series. Yep. Uh, but but <laughs> yeah. So Sakurai, her she's got. I don't. I forget what the style is, but she's a particular fighting style where they use uh, female assets to distract their opponents. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> uh, Lent over loose fitting clothing. That's not uh, a martial arts system I'm familiar with. Yeah, that sounds like some uh, made up BS. <laughs> it was dead or alive before dead or alive was dead or alive. <laughs> but Sakurai uh, on, on the uh, on the stream went. You guys might be noticing that Mai is missing here. Smash Brothers is the game for the good boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and every and. Uh, in internet weaves everywhere had a collective groan. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I just, and then what was even funnier was like the very, when I went to download Terry, I was looking at the fan made stages and someone had made a, my Shiranui stage. And, um, needless to say, there were two, very obvious moving platforms in the stage because you battled on her body. And so it's just like boring, boring. And I'm just sitting there like, nice. Uh, I don't think anything tops the lust level from Dante's Inferno on Xbox 360. Did you guys play that? Oh, yes, I, I did. I know you did, yeah. yeah. I have that not, was... uh, but I know of it. You, you yeah. played a little bit of it, and I like brought it over to your house, and uh, you played a little of it, and you were just like, Dave, I'm feeling kind of bad, because I'm like running around in hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yes, I remember. Yeah. And I also was like, why are there so many snakes in the lust level? Oh. <laughs> what does the roof of a snake's mouth look like? Oh. The they're snakes, snakes so Dave. They're, they're a very particular persona. <laughs> <laughs> There's something, all right. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> that, I gotta give them kudos, though. Like, that game in general had, I'll say, original level design. <laughs> yeah, the, the art for that game was fantastic. Everything yeah. else was pretty much stolen. <laughs> yeah, true. Because <laughs> it was basically God of War. <laughs> there was. Got a more got a war means Devil May Cry. No, not even Devil May Cry. It yeah, just God of War. Can't even give okay. it that much credit. It was just straight up God of War, but they changed swords. I think it, I think your main weapon was a scythe. Yeah, you had and, a no. death scythe. Yeah, and so, it was just oh, so, Dante's Inferno. Mm -hmm. So instead of Greek, it's uh, Christian mythology. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And even then, you had, you know, green orbs for health, blue orbs for magic, red for experience points. To open a chest, you had to mash the circle button. Stuff like that. Yeah. Not I very mean, subtle. It was made by EA. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then even at the end, it's like to be continued. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> no. I, think that, I don't think it was popular actually i think like... well and then they're doing stupid stuff to try and promote it so ea hired a fake um 
group to publicly protest against the game, you know, for having, you know, like Christian iconography at E3. And it was very quickly found out that that was, you know, they were hired paid actors by EA. And it's just like, oh, way to backfire on that. Mm hmm. Yeah, if they really wanted to get people riled up, they should have just released uh, Dante's Inferno uh, Nike shoes with uh, like a little bit of blood in them. Have you, have you not conf- heard about this controversy? I'm that's conf- new for me. That's news okay, to me. So someone is being sued by Nike right now because they've made a custom Nike shoe. They've like taken the shoe and customized it. Mm-hmm. Each shoe has like a drop of blood in a little like vial thing built into the shoe. Of the of the oh. maker's blood, okay. And, the, okay. and they're called the six 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 shoes. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm not like a sneakerhead or anything, so I wouldn't follow that. I, I think I saw it on Kotaku. Oh, I, I haven't read Kotaku in quite a while anymore, no. just Fair for enough. spoiler avoidance. Fair enough. I'll, I'll send you the link later on that because that is messed up. Okay. <laughs> So, very interesting topics oh. thus far. What yes. I uh, am still stuck on Yakuza 0. I'm now mm-hmm. 53 hours in, but I'm getting, I, I'm nearing the end game because I'm like on chapter 14 out of 17, and a lot of major plot points have been revealed. And uh, I know, like, I think last week I was making mention that, you know, yeah, these guys are bad guys, but that doesn't mean they're bad guys. And, uh, yeah. you know, I said they don't really kill people. And it's just like, oh, no, they will. It's just it has to be the exact right circumstances. So it's just like I got in a car chase with, you know, everyone like unloading guns at me. And so then it's like, here's a gun. Blam, blam, blam. <laughs> and I'm like, there, there is no Batman versus superman logic leap that i can do you know those people are dead (laughs) yeah but even then still i'm just like you know it's still like he has a code of you know a code of something so it's not like people are dying randomly it's just like when the odds are so stacked against him it was just kind of like okay fine (laughs) yep I'm really enjoying it. And I, oh, again, part of the weirdness, and, and this is probably going to be politically incorrect, and but it is a trope that is commonly found in Japanese anime and games. And I got to say, every time I see it, I can't help but laugh my butt off. It's just, it is so funny sometimes. But it is the um, clearly clearly the overly done homosexual character that is clearly like a super ripped buff dude but doing like the absolutely most stereotypical like girly stuff wearing like you know the halter top and the skirt and so in the game you go up against a group called the five billionaires the five guys who are billionaires who own and control five sections of the city and each one is based off of what like that area of the city has to offer in terms of like entertainment. So one is uh, one was called the Leisure the Leisure King. The other one was called Leisure King. One was called the Electronics King because he owned like 
you know, the arcades and the electronic stores and stuff. One was called the Gambling King. Well, there was also the Pleasure King. And the Pleasure King is that stereotype. And it's just like, I couldn't help it. It was just some of this stuff that was coming out of his mouth was so funny and just the dial and i just can't help it it's like i feel bad but at the same time i just i can't help but not find this funny it's <laughs> just some of it like in what in one anime i was watching they like send a guy to one of those characters house and he's just like and then when he finds out he freaks out and runs away and it's like no come back if you stay i'll let you lick my lollipop <laughs> it's like <laughs> And I, I can't help but laugh at that stuff so much. But oh, but it, and I had that situation, and now I defeated the Pleasure King, and he is now uh, part of my company, and uh, I basically can use him as a manager for um, adult-oriented entertainment sites to uh, boost my profits. And because uh, there's like a mini game to earn money in the in-game currency. I'm sorry, Dave. All I heard was you finished the Pleasure King and you can use him whenever you want now. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> it's been this week. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm not going to top that. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Changing subjects, while I was out looking for collectibles this week, because I'm always on the lookout for fun stuff to add to the collection, uh, I could not believe it, but uh, Jax Pacific has picked up the Sonic the Hedgehog license for toys, and they're releasing both classic-themed and modern-themed figures. And I could not believe it. He has been in only three games, but they have... A Mighty the Armadillo figure. And I saw this and I'm like, that is so obscure, I can't not buy it. This guy was a dead meme before memes even existed. There are posters in Sonic Adventure 2 with his face on it and also the face of Ray the Flying Squirrel that says, Missing, have you seen us? Because it had been so long since then. He has been in the Sonic arcade game. Uh, that used the like roller balls to run around, and uh, I think it was called Sega Sonic the Arcade Game. And then he was in Knuckles Chaotix, which was a Sega 32X game. And then he only just recently appeared in Sonic Mania. That is it. And, and I think he was in the Archie comic book. <laughs> I just I was so surprised, and I really like the design. I I love like the I'm really kind of getting back into kind of the classic look of Sonic with like the the pudgy belly and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, uh, if they make more of like the classic Sonic figure, apparently this guy came out even before classic Sonic did. So uh, I think I'll pick up the classic Sonic figure. And if they make like Tails, Knuckles, and Ray, I'll definitely pick them up. But now that classic Sonic is apparently like an alternate universe of Sonic. Like... <laughs> I thought it was the past of Sonic. I think that was what it started as, but then like uh, Sonic Forces decided it was just like, oh, well, now it's an alternate dimension. And I'm just like, Sega, I freaking hate you. <laughs> oh, kind of like yeah. how uh, Baby Bowser became Bowser Jr. 
Yeah, pretty much. Only, no, Baby Bowser is actually Bowser's baby, but now we have uh, Bowser Jr., who is uh, Bowser's son. And it's just like, whatever. What are the Koopa kids then from Mario Party, the, the original one? You know, I, I, I just don't even anymore. They're just good friends. Uh, oh, yeah, like the Koopalings, how they're not Bowser's kids anymore. Right. Uh, so I just tell people, what are about, what are the Koopa kids? Uh, there is nieces and nephews. <laughs> it explains Wharton Koopa Jr. Then, <laughs> yeah. Bill, what have you been uh, playing? Uh, so I actually took a small break from Persona Five. I my marathon day last week. I I finished uh, Will of the Wisps, Orion Will of the Wisps. Nice. Uh, good game. Kind of sad, but it's a good game. Well made. Hmm. But then uh, I've also been doing another re playthrough of uh, Doom Eternal. I'm wanting to get, I want to do that and play the new expansions that have come out. So that's been uh, my two games. They look really good, and uh, looks like in Ancient Gods too, they actually bring in some uh, titans that get to do some fighting. So I'm hoping to nice, nice, yeah. Man, other than that, not much else. I like I said, I just did like a run through on Sunday to finish the one game, and just been picking up Doom Eternal throughout the week, and that's been pretty much it. Fair enough. Uh, well, actually, me, though, been... oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, go I ahead. was just gonna. Okay, uh, the only other thing I think the both of us, uh, I picked this up finally this past week, actually, and. You picked this up as well, and after the podcast, uh, we are all going to partake of it with uh, special guest entertainer Doug, who uh, likes to hide in the background. Uh, we, uh, we've all picked up Earth Defense Force uh, 4.1, actually, and uh, that game is just dumb it, fun. Yeah, it, it is. is. And in some aspects, it's just, it's a terrible game. Like, some of the graphics are, like, obviously budget or dated. But, um, you know, flying, I, the character I like to play, you know, is flying around shooting, like, you know, a giant, like, lightning gun at, you know, giant ants and other stupid stuff. So we're going to all partake of that. So Tyler has yet to see... Uh, this game, so uh, we're all going to introduce him uh, <laughs> shortly after this podcast. Mind. Yep, so uh, yeah. he, he can give you his thoughts and opinions after uh, on, on, on the next podcast. <laughs> it's it's uh, as silly, dumb, and fun as it sounds. Yeah. Which, like, it's just so simple. Yeah. Um, it, it's almost, it's not even like a B movie, it's almost like a D movie in case. Yeah. Well, it, the dialogue really is, though, like a B-movie. Um, but, you know, the cool thing is, though, I could easily see them reskinning it and making a Starship Troopers game. Yeah. I'm actually a little and, surprised they haven't done something like that yet. I know, yeah. That 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 is one, uh, like, franchise that I'm that has so much video game potential, and they have not really taken advantage of it. Uh, there, I know there have been a handful of failed attempts to make a game, and they and they always do like some kind of strategy game. Mm. I don't think I've seen them do a first-person shooter for Starship Troopers. But I don't know why that hasn't been yet. Yeah. If I were to make a Starship Troopers game, and this is just me, I would do it either first or third person, 
uh, Left 4 Dead style. Yeah. Ooh, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. That would be, that'd be dope. Okay, okay sorry. We, games, we don't make them. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, I cut you off. Are you still working on Outriders? <laughs> uh, I haven't played much of Outriders just because I've been slammed with work. Uh, I was actually going to say I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise still. Oh, okay. Uh, and I am no longer a dual blades or a long blade user. Mm-hmm. It's hammer time. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, no. Go ahead. Oh, oh I just, uh, Phil, wasn't that your original weapon you tried to use? That was the first one I picked up, but uh, it actually, it's funny you mentioned that because one of the things I had heard was that with Monster Hunter Rise, they they sped up a lot of the mobility problems that people complained about, so it makes sense to go back to the hammer because that was the reason why I switched back. Ironically, I went to the gun lance, but the gun lance had so much firepower and you were able to dash when you needed to. So, uh, but yeah, you could probably move pretty well now. Yeah, so I'm. you played the, the hammer before. You know how if you were sliding downhill, you could do like a spinning jump thing? Mm-hmm. You can do that on level ground now using the wire bugs. Ah, nice. So, so I basically blonk a spin into them. Yeah. That's, I'm pretty nice. sure that's only move that most hammer users do is they just find a hill on Monster Hunter World. They would find a hill, slide down it, and then just beat them all to hell. Bonk. <laughs> bonk, so, bonk, bonk. And that's kind of what I want to talk about with Monster Hunter Rise here real fast. I love how they've sped up the game in general. So, when you're going after a new monster, you no longer have to, you know, try to track it and, you know, find different things dropped. Your map's there. You got on your map showing that there's a monster you don't know what it is somewhere on the map. You can go straight to it. Okay. Um, you can, uh, when you're mining for like ore or like one of those special resources, you know how you used to do it three times? Mm-hmm. You do it once, it gives you all three now. Oh, okay. As much as I loved Monster Hunter World, my one gripe with it was that there was just a lot of unnecessary fluff of like, you hammer it three times, and if you find something special, he holds it like, oh, I found something. <laughs> and there, there was a lot of stuff that could have been taken out that would have made each hunt a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. And when so, your time is limited, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and that's the other thing is, you know how at the end of the match, you got so much time to kind of farm for materials, but there's usually like mm-hmm. five to ten seconds where they zoom the camera out where you can kind of mm-hmm. see the dead monster. Yeah, you can cancel out of that and start harvesting immediately. Nice. Cause it took them like a while to add that into world. You know, I know you can hit start and quickly skip that now, but yep. I don't think you could do that right at the beginning. Yep. Uh, it is, it is just a much faster paced game. Mm-hmm. And you know, with world, Oh, there's this, this mountain in front of me. I have to kind of go around it. Right. Mm-hmm. Nope. I got my wire bug. I'm going to wall run. Just, just run up the mountain. Nice. <laughs> it is. It is so mobile. It, it's like jumping uh, from place to place. I have never felt so acrobatic in a Monster Hunter game. Nice. The the wire bugs change it where I don't know if I can go back to world because world seems so slow now. Mm. And a lot of the monsters that are in world are in Rise. Oh, okay. Anjanath, okay. the uh, Tigrix, 
very mm-hmm. often. Um, well, those were all those were always legacy monsters. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's see here. The Pookie Pookie. Pookie Pookie's in there. Yep. Nice. Uh, there's a bear towards the beginning of the game that's usually pretty pacifist. Mm-hmm. Unless you have honey in your inventory. And then it goes after you and steals your honey. <laughs> nice. I like how we're getting uh, some more diverse monsters instead of just... Because worlds mm-hmm. seem to focus solely on the wyverns as opposed to some of the other like crazier species that were in mm-hmm. previous games. Yeah. Yeah, and that actually uh, made it like they were hard to hit because they were all flowing, like flying. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. uh, nothing is hard to hit anymore. Uh, the way the wire bugs essentially work is every character can fly around the screen like they're an insect glaive user. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, there's one last thing I was going to say. What was it? Oh! There's also a, a new mode in the game that I think is a really cool and interesting approach called the mm-hmm. Rampages. Have you guys heard about these? Uh, it's horde mode, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. It, well, it's half horde mode, half tower defense. Oh. So you actually have time to prep up first so you can set up turrets and traps and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they give you a, a lot of time to kind of approach it from different angles so you can have someone on the ground level someone prepping up the cannons while they're keeping the monsters at bay and it always Very ends cool. with an apex monster well what's the difference between an apex monster and a regular uh kind of think of it like the difference between a arc tempered and a normal oh okay i got you uh, yeah like the video i, I the... saw oh sorry go ahead no go ahead I was gonna say the video I saw and it was that it actually they said they did a pretty good job. Like we, people have to have certain jobs. Like you have one person, like you were saying, like have one person manning the towers. That's all they do is I'll go around and do the towers and have other people tank. They actually did a pretty decent job of uh like divvying up uh yeah. game styles. So I, I'm looking forward to whenever you guys get the game, uh with us just you know, having Discord up and us playing <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's good. Oh, one last thing. I, re- I remember I was going to say here. Inventory. You know how if you're trying to get like a specific piece of armor, you have to keep going check, did I get that piece or not? Mm-hmm. You can wish list items now, and when you finally get everything, it notifies you immediately. Nice. Little quality of life stuff like that. It, yeah. That it just makes the difference. Yeah, that was, like I said, that was my biggest gripe with World. Uh, so even though it's not as visually nice as World, I think Rise feels better. Mm, yeah, it's fair. Gotcha. I just wish they had the giant meals. <laughs> oh, they don't have those in this. They they have uh, Moki, I think is what it's called. They're like this, M-O- what the like M O C H I. I think I, I'd have to look That would be here, mochi. But... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> but they've simplified the food and too. So now you just do three ingredients and they tell you really clearly what the effect is and what's the chance of the effect actually hitting. Oh, okay. 
And then if you have every single effect hit, they do a special animation where your character's like, yeah! <laughs> nice. I'm looking up real fast to see what the food is. Oh, it's, uh, because you see them making it, uh, it's, uh, they're hammering out a dango rice flour, so I think they're called dangos. Okay, I get you. All right. Yeah. So, that's what I've been playing. Okay. So, so let's have a little fun with something here. This is an idea mm -hmm. Dave had. Yeah. The dumbest game you've ever played. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, I, I guess I can start because uh, I, I have played some truly stupid games. Uh, I, I've played a lot of crap, too, but uh, I don't know. I love, like, I you know, I, I'm an anime fan. I love, like, the weird Japanese humor and stuff like that. And I'll also admit I'm a warm-blooded male at times, so you know, scantily clad females don't bother me so much, you know. But one of the games that I played to completion, and I had a, I actually had a fun time with it because there were also a lot of like in, inside anime jokes and references. Um, Real fast, but it was time out, Dave. Real fast. Yeah. You should probably uh, avoid the word completion when talking about a game like this. Oh, <laughs> I, I I beat it. I, God, that's even worse. <laughs> I I don't no, think it's a good phrase. Like you can't like you took it platinum. You beat it. You just completed. It. I got to the end. <laughs> there, I finished the plot. You finished. <laughs> you Damn played it. through the game. You yes. played through the game. I hate you both. <laughs> Because I told them about what it was before when I was just like, ah. but this was, was it a year, two years ago, but there is a, a extremely silly, stupid anime game called Akiba's Trip. However, on the cover of the box, that is all listed as one word. So really what it is, is joking. It's Akiba's Strip. You play as an otaku crazed fanboy who goes to Akihabara, which is, you know, the Japanese, like, otaku mecca with, like, all of the, you know, anime goods and, uh, you know, video game stores, things like that. And while there, you sign up for a procedure, like a drug testing kind of thing, in which you will be paid with rare, hard-to-find anime goods. And... What happens is you somehow end up becoming involved with a conspiracy about vampires whom you then have to defeat said vampires by exposing them to sunlight. However, the only way to do so is pack said vampires until you can remove articles of their clothing Henceforth, the title, Akiba's Trip, Akiba's Strip. So, 
I played this dumb, dumb game, and I, I gotta say, I was probably laughing about 90% of the time, because it is it was as stupid as I wanted it to be. The plot was as ridiculous as I wanted it to be. But again, there were so many inside anime jokes and references. Like, I, I probably heard, you know, a vampire describe my power level as being over 9,000, you know, way many times than it needed to be. And then I fought another otaku one time for, like, the honor of, like, the main female character. And, you know, as he's battling me, suddenly he starts shouting out, you know, uh, you know, this hand of mine glows with an awesome power. It does the whole dialogue from G Gundam whenever the main character was going to kill someone with his, like, you know, special abilities. And in it also, there's like the whole time, you, there's one point in the game as a side mission, you can battle and strip the entire 48 members of the Japanese girl band AKB48. And you do that twice. <laughs> now, there is no, like, there's no nudity in the game, of course. You know, they couldn't get away with that. So basically, you're, you're stripping people to their skivvies. However, if you build up, like, a meter powerful enough, well, then you can, you know, unleash an ultra attack that, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's implied that they're naked, but then, of course, they have the always pre ever-present anime you know, the obscuring tree branch or light glare or, you know, conveniently placed sign always. And so I, it, it was dumb. I, man, I'm, <laughs> that's all I have to say. I, I enjoyed my time with it, but it is the stupidest thing I have ever played. I, and would I play it again? Probably. <laughs> it's just, that's what I needed at that point in my life. I just needed something stupid to laugh at. <laughs> and, you know, and it's just like, oh, the, the fart jokes and, and, and nudity. <laughs> and, and that's what I wanted. So, yay! <laughs> uh, it's almost as bad as the time we watched Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, Tyler. I was thinking that the entire time you were talking about it. Yeah, the only thing is the vampires are not trying to graft lesbian skin onto their bodies so they become immune to sunlight. So, you know, some people are just like, your hands aren't clean in this either, Tyler. We have done some dumb stuff <laughs> and enjoyed we some have. dumb media. <laughs> we have, we have. So... <laughs> I'll use that as a segue into my dumb, because I took this dumb in a very different way, but it's not going to sound different by the title of the game. <laughs> Ding Dong XL. Oh my. Uh, are you sure that was a video game? <laughs> it was a video game. <laughs> you're in like your parents' uh, video drawer. <laughs> so here's the funniest thing. It's a one-button game. Oh. <laughs> where you're you're like a baller icon so, that you can unlock different ones so so that way you can play with your left hand <laughs> anyway oh. <laughs> press a button and it shoots across the screen so all okay. you're trying to do 
is keep it, uh, keep pressing it to go back and forth while missing all the stuff that's coming across the screen. The sound. Uh, it, 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 it's a single button, button that shoots across the screen. <laughs> what the f are you guys playing? <laughs> uh, Fifty-five minutes in, and I'm adding another. <laughs> Apparently, it's playing Ding Dong XL. <laughs> oh, nice. so, so, would it be terrible then to explain how if you wait too long, it builds up and gets bigger? <laughs> Tyler, this is not a video game. <laughs> this is almost as bad. This sound, by the way you're describing it, this was also another one. No, I have not played this game, but I was watching the uh, channel I like on YouTube that I found recently called... What's the name of the channel? Girl, Girls Play. Uh, oh. it, is, it is a all-female YouTube gamer channel. But okay. I also really like them because um, they do a lot of try-not-to-laugh challenges, and I love that crap. And uh, Markiplier hasn't done one in about a year and a half, so... But... They got on and they found a game called Genital Jousting. <coughs> I am not going to describe that on this podcast because we will get immediately slapped with like an uh, an obscene material lawsuit. But you can find images and video of it on YouTube. And I encourage you to do so when you're well away from children because it was hysterical. Safe search on, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, safe yeah. search on. <laughs> None of those. There's no way to escape the innuendo on those games. No. Oh, I. And there's zero things sexual in the actual game. There's there's nothing in the game except a, a disc and geometric shapes coming across the screen. That's it. <laughs> Wow. Uh, and yet, we have somehow made it. <laughs> Grotesque and obscene. <laughs> well, I mean, it is called Ding Dong XL. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. They had to know. They had to know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, what's some dumb stuff you played? I was going to say Superman 64, you perverts. <laughs> 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 like that was like that's what I'm like oh yeah that, that game was stupid you just ran around you threw cars you guys are bringing out ding dong XL <laughs> oh. oh come on you've never played like an adult swim flash game that made you question things <laughs> I did play uh, what am I doing my extreme life? volleyball and that was pretty bad even for what it was I have four of those games in my collection. I'm not <laughs> proud. <laughs> I mean, it came out when I was in high school. I was a teenager. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. What? Well, yeah. I think on a previous podcast, I talked about how like didn't we get like a friend to talk us into playing it in like a like a co-ed party, and then just as we're watching, you know, all the girls at the party just couldn't take their eyes off the screen and just like. Why are they even wearing clothes? That's not how those work. <laughs> it's it's like water balloons, you know, during an earthquake. It's just... Blah, 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 blah. No! Yeah. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that, but I hope it's not true. 
that bikini is so tight that it would cut off circulation. <laughs> yeah, we had a party with a bunch of girls and we played extreme beach volleyball. Yep. <laughs> we I'm did. Fairly, I'm fairly certain this happened. Yes, it, it did. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we had a party where Tyler gave me a giant Sonic the Hedgehog plush toy, and that thing got molested so much that night. It, it was... <laughs> I mean, poor Sonic, but I, then again, he does have all those weird pictures on the internet, so... <laughs> By the end of the night, he was just sitting in the corner. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> Uh, so another dumb game I like to play that is not an actual game but it's a lot of fun is what's this garbage on the uh, the switch shop this week oh yeah you told me you and Jackie play this yeah so what it is is we just pull up you know what's new what's coming out what's on sale and Anytime we get a real dumb one that's got a, a trailer, oh, say magnifique. Uh, that's how I've learned of such treasures as Galga. <laughs> if, so wait, these games, are new games on the Switch store? Sometimes. Or, or discounted, yeah. Uh, are you familiar with Galga and Phil? Again, uh, the girls play channel. They play a lot of these dumb games. So that's how I found out about genital jousting, gal gun, other things like that. I'm trying to think of the correct way to put it. It's you have a handheld device that uh, causes euphoria in young women. Uh, to the point where... Euphoria! To yeah, it's not as you. To the point where they lose their undergarments. It's about as uh, euphoric as a uh, late '90s, early aughts uh, uh, herbal essence of shampoo commercial for women. Yes, man. Mm. Yes, there is a lot of weebs in gaming. Yep. Oh. Okay, I played this game too, Tyler. After you told me about it, the one I found, however, was called. And I, I have not bought this game. I, I, I just, I, I think if I were to, it would put me on a list somewhere, you know, just like, you know, this man is no longer allowed to, you know, be near children. <laughs> but I did the same thing. I got on, I'm like, okay, let's play this game. Tyler says it's great. Um, what is the dumb game? And it was called Panty Party. <laughs> Only it's a fighting game, but you play as the undergarments and oh, battle the other undergarments. <laughs> so I, I literally have it up on my phone right now. There is like a picture of like under ladies' underwear, like target reticle and fighting each other. Oh, fantastic! Uh. And apparently there's there's a story mode to it. I have no idea why you would need a plot for that game as opposed to <laughs> underwear is fighting. So uh, here's another game that I found that I have not bought yet mm -hmm. because I'm waiting to just experience it with you guys when the pandemic's over. It's a fighting game. It is called Fight of Gods. <sighs> 
Oh, I know about this game. <laughs> so, Bill, Bill I, I want your take on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna read some of the roster to you, and just oh, let me know what you think of this hell. game. Okay? I mean, it's <laughs> than what we've been discussing so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, but this brings religion into it. Yeah. Anubis. Okay. Buddha. Freya. Odin. Zeus. Santa Claus. Moses. Okay. And Jesus. These are playable characters? Yes. yes. That actually sounds awesome. <laughs> okay, but Jesus has basically uh, ripped the chunks of the cross and basically is using them as makeshift boxing gloves. So he still has them nailed through his hands, but is basically pummeling people. I, I, I thought it was more like Tompa sticks. Oh, 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 oh. He could spin them around too. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I, I saw yeah. that. I was just like, oh. There are some lines I don't cross. <laughs> that sounds pretty terrible. Oh, uh, it was. Uh, I watched like five. It's almost as bad as the crazy characters that started showing up in that. Uh, fan version of Mortal Kombat uh, character <laughs> cast that we watched. <laughs> that was great. Uh, we talked about it, I believe, uh, <laughs> after the podcast last week, but there is a fan version of Mortal Kombat that has taken like every character from the original uh, three, you know, through trilogy, and... Uh, made a fan version, but it's added more characters, and some of them are just dumb fan characters. So you got like Slime, the other other green ninja, and Hydro. Oh yeah, not to be confused with Acid. He's the other green ninja. Wait, isn't he a robotic other green ninja? You're right. It was uh, Raptor. Oh yeah. that, That was Reptile with just a lizard head. Yep, Which is and, not to be confused uh, with Lizzie. Mm-hmm, yep. And then they had female noob Cybot who was just <laughs> boob Cybot. <laughs> I, I think my favorite is still just Sheborg. Yeah, Sheborg. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Oh, uh, amazing. Uh, when, the, when the pandemic's over, we need to have... We've had bad movie nights before. We need to have a bad gaming night. Oh, yes. Uh, and I still say, uh, when I get to 2,000 games in the collection, I will have like a, maybe like a best of classic gaming night. Uh, I think that'll be a fun time, too. But we definitely need also just bad video game night. And we each, like, <laughs> we'll play Panty Party and, like, uh, <laughs> a Kiba's Trip. And maybe some of these games that I keep seeing on like uh, this YouTube channel. Apparently, there was another one that they were playing called "Where's My Mommy," and basically, I, I cannot just you just. I'm going to describe this. You play as a nugget of crap in a human intestinal tract, and you broke off from a larger nugget of crap. And now, after, like, a bowel movement, your mother has gotten away from you, so you have to navigate the human intestinal tract, which is apparently, like, the Battletoads uh, bike level. 
in terms of speed and obstacles to catch up to her. I, I could, it, it was some of the dumbest crap I've ever seen. <laughs> no pun intended? Yeah, I guess. Though it's even funnier is that, like, you know, some of the obstacles in the game, you know, like, as you're going through this intestinal tract, you're like, food items. And then it's like, rubber duck, <laughs> Rubik's Cube, uh, used condom. <laughs> and it's just like, what the hell? What was this okay. called? Where's my mommy? <laughs> uh... On Steam! <laughs> okay, so I just pulled up the deals on eShop right now. Yes. I'm just going to see if I can find a, a couple of uh, of gems here. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I thought I just saw one. Oh, Gangsta Paradise. Ooh. Uh, let's see here. My Magic Florist. It sounds <laughs> like a, a 3DS uh, Street Pass game. <laughs> There's a game that's just called curling. Ugh. Well, like like the winter sport. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, let's see here. Suicide guy collection. Okay. Uh, I'm not seeing the many of the. Okay, that is straight up a stripping game. Love Kami Divinity Stage. Kami means oh. God. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Yep. Slots of Seasons. Adventure Llama. Oh, jeez. Diamond Girl. An Earnest Education in Love. We're going to hell for playing that one. <laughs> okay, okay, this one sounds dirty, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Slither loop. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm also on Facebook reading it. Someone posted this. Uh, Phil, your miss, uh, your gal will appreciate this. Charcuterie is just a lunchable that majored in musical theater. <laughs> <laughs> she would. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wow just some of these things are just terrible looking <laughs> they're hot crap <laughs> oh uh, yeah steam I mean, has got some has got is a gold mine for awful games they've got some like furry games they've got <laughs> <laughs> they got gentle jousting yeah. my mommy <laughs> yep oh like they keep popping up on reddit to see. what Falls out with a Z. Oh, the Z makes it festive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. The, just... Up. Some of the... What? Up, uh, Tyler, how are we doing on time? Uh, we just hit one hour, love minutes. Do you have something? You have... Well, no, it's just, uh... Our fourth member for EDF is uh, now wondering where we are. <laughs> uh -huh. That's well, fair. Well, you know what? I think this has been a very successful episode of Syrup Shots. 
success <laughs> we've learned some we're things getting on a list we're getting on a list with the government this perverts uh did this and then they talked about uh, big dong xl and <laughs> and and dave finishing with the pleasure king <laughs> Uh, and, and right now, and right now, <laughs> the, the the only way I can describe this, and I'm going to censor this out, is Phil's face is frozen on the screen, and what I can only describe as the pre scene. What? <laughs> is it frozen right now? Yes. Oh my god! I gotta get a new camera. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, oh, that made my head dizzy. I laughed so hard. Wait, how long has it been frozen this whole time? Or like, I just noticed that it's been frozen. You, you just, I'll, I'll try to mimic his face. It looks like that, or you're an infant trying to catch the airplane. Is what. It looks like. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get. I'll have to get a camera with this microphone and just. <laughs> <laughs> And Here that... comes the airplane. <laughs> or, or, or as in my example, an armada. Uh, <laughs> All right, you're you're you on froze for a second, so you have a much more appropriate uh, look now. Uh, now you're right. sucking your finger. That's worse. That's worse. <laughs> Is this, uh, did it freeze that way? I don't know what I'm going to do to get this to stop. I have a heart attack. <laughs> Everyone be safe. Be kind. Oh, this has been an episode. <laughs>